0: Um, and, and showing that you can get involved in snow sports on whatever level there are ways of doing it. So that's kind of, that's a, that's a really key thought for us. And actually if you were, I suppose, to distill the whole show vision down, why, why do we do this? It's, it's all about getting more people into the industry and sharing that kind of, that good vibe and that passion that we talked about before. Showing that snow sports can help do that. So that's really important to us with the uh, participation and recruitment
1: piece. fascinating are the characteristics behind many different brands some of them are outgoing and energetic some of them are a little bit more laid back so in this podcast we look to explore all the different characteristics not only the brand itself its roots its origins but the people behind the brand and is there a bit of a relationship between the characters of the people and the characters of the brand well hey there this episode is brought to you by our friends at Dewarstone. Check them out at Dewarstone.com where they have a range of shorts, 100% organic t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, caps, beanies, sunglasses, and much more. And not only that, have a look at their blog where Rory and the team are doing some fantastic work around the globe helping disadvantaged families. So head to duerstone.com and use the code LOTB15 for 15% off. Phil, well, good afternoon, good morning, and welcome wherever you are. And welcome to this episode of Legends of the Brand. And this one is a little bit special, a little bit different. And today we're speaking with Stephen Morgan from the National Snow Show. So welcome aboard, Stephen. Welcome to the show.
0: Hey, Phil. Thank you again very much for having me. Great to, great to be part of Legends of
1: the Brand. Oh, cool. Well, thank you very much for coming on. It's, it's kind of an exciting time. And this is, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, Currently, it's, it's, a, it's a Wednesday. It's kind of a little, bit, a little bit sunny, a little bit gray, depending on where you are. But the key and important thing is we're, we're lining ourselves up to the National Snow Show, which is going to be at the end of October up in Birmingham. And we're going to chat about that uh, in a few minutes. But before we get there, first of all, let's find out a little bit about yourself, Stephen. And uh, for people who don't know about you, can you just give us a bit of a, a bit of background in terms of who you are and where you're from?
0: Yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm Steve. Um, I organise the National Snow Show, as you said, Phil, and um, I've been working in uh, kind of large scale consumer events for, for many years. And to boot, I'm a snowboarder. So, uh, albeit a relatively new one, a um, couple of years in, but which in this current climate, I suppose, would actually put you almost right at the beginning, seeing as a couple of years means that you probably haven't been anywhere. But can look at it the
1: other way, you can seriously look at all the years of experience because you've, you've already got like a year and a half under your belt that, you know, I mean. <laughs> it's
0: fantastic. Yeah, that was easy. A year and a half belt of, um, of almost visiting pretty much all of the indoor uh snow centers or when i say all of them all of them have been open for as long as that's been possible but yeah anyway i'm a snowboarder and i organize
1: events (laughs) really 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 and um so even though you you're new to the sport of of snowboarding you've obviously you know beforehand we had the chance to chat a little bit and obviously Mm -hmm. you're you're a very active person you love mountain biking and and all sorts of board sports and skateboarding (laughs) and like that um and and because you're relatively new to the the snowboarding world um Mm -hmm. can you remember your earliest Snowboarding experience.
0: I can, and actually, yeah, you're you're right. I do like anything really outdoors. I'm I'm much prefer being outdoors than indoors, as a rule of thumb. Um, And yeah, from skateboarding, paddleboarding, longboarding, axe throwing, mountain biking, anything you know, anything like that, I'm, I'm definitely down for. But my my earliest memory would probably be when I first started to snowboard, and that was actually um well before any of this sort of you know c word had popped up and everything was still open and everyone could do whatever they wanted and it was in Milton Keynes actually in the um in the kind of indoor snow center there and it was to do my my lessons so I could actually you know go on that slope by myself without having to be with an instructor or anything like that um and yeah learning to kind of you know link turns and flexion and all that kind of stuff and yeah that was that was definitely the first memories which wasn't again that long ago it was you know maybe two and a half years ago which actually sounds quite a long time but seeing as we've all lost a year and a half that's not actually that long at all so yeah
1: <laughs> that's, all right. that's cool and um with, uh, with with that in mind obviously is most of your experience then been um indoors as opposed to on the mountains
0: well um yeah, the majority of it has been indoors and um, I also got to go up to the, and um, because they're one of the partners of the, the National Snow Show, so the snow dome at Tamworth, I've been up there a couple of times, so I've used that as well, but actually just before we went into kind of full lockdown, so that was like March, when was that, March 2020, um, I managed to go to Glencoe and that nice. was my kind of first mountain experience and I've actually said This to a couple of people. I said, look, I absolutely loved it. They had these little hobbit kind of shack things that you could stay at, stay in, sorry, at the bottom of the mountain. Um, and you could wake up and go straight up there and and do your thing. And and I absolutely loved it. And that was my first kind of experience on the mountain. And people have been telling me, oh my God, if you love that, wait till you go to like this resort and this resort. And they're telling me about this destination and this destination. I'm like, yeah, well, my. I, I can't wait, can't wait for some of those because I absolutely loved Glencove. I thought it was wicked, you know. It was my first mountain experience, and and I, you know, I really liked it.
1: What, so, um, do you have a, 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 a list in terms of the first place you, you'd like to go if the and said, "Right, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, you go snowboarding," to jump on a plane? Yeah. Where, where that, where's that place going to be?
0: There are a load of places that I really yeah, you want You get to choose one. You have to choose one, however, I get, one. I, I know. I well. Okay, this is difficult. Um, I'm going to have to say two. Okay, I'm going to have to say two. So one of them would definitely be Lark's, um, because I've spoken to those guys, and they've got a wicked kind of freestyle academy, and they do a whole load of other cool stuff there. So definitely that would be up on there. But also, my wife's parents are basically in Spain, and they're not too far away from Sierra Nevada. Um, and so I quite like the thought of being able to stay with them for a bit and then drive up to there and go and do some some snowboarding there. So actually, that, that would probably be my next one. So sorry, it's two. Um, but That's yeah, all right. Both of them. <laughs>
1: I'll let you off. I'll let you off. Cool. So um, so between the skateboarding, surfing, paddleboarding, all that good stuff, yeah. you have a nine to five job to obviously organize the National Snow yeah. Show. Um, so when did you um, get involved in doing these big, large scale public events? Has it been been quite a while or? yeah
0: well it has been quite a while i mean if you go right the way back i used to and this is right the way back i used to be a designer and make um lighting that's what i used to specialize in we had a little studio in waterloo and that was great fast forwarded i needed to get a proper job um because i wanted to get a mortgage so i had to get out of design which was a great time but anyway and then into events and actually I, i kind of When you ever speak to any event professional, they usually say I fell into events. I don't know why. It seems to be one of those professions that people do seem to fall into. Um, And I actually started at Upper Street Events and I organised, well, I didn't organise anything at the beginning. I was just on the phones getting people to register and then progressed there and and organised New Designers, um, which was a show that was very close to my heart because obviously it was my design background and I actually exhibited at New Designers when I was a graduate and then I'd been on the other side and then I was actually organizing it. So I did new designers, I did the cycle show um, and I did the adventure travel show. Um, did those for a fair few years, about nine years, and then moved on to the Telegraph where I organized um, the ski and snowboard festival. So I did that with for them for, um, for a year there before the Telegraph decided to change their strategy and moved away from live consumer events and focused more on their kind of media publishing side, which is absolutely fine, you know, they're a media company. And um then obviously moved into raccoon events, where after the Telegraph decided to close down their event, I came to raccoon events and said, look, I think we should do this. I don't want this this show to kind of die and, and just not be there anymore. I think the industry needs something to bring it together, galvanize it, not just from a consumer point of view but from a trade point of view as well to bring everyone together to do what we all want to do which is get more people into snow sports regardless of where you're from what you do you know just to share this passion with people
1: that's pretty cool yeah well, looking forward to it uh, in a couple of weeks time so um, before we jump into uh, this mm-hmm. year's event um, which of the shows you did you mentioned the design show but uh, mm-hmm. is there a show that stands out for you in your um, in your uh, current career that you are most proud of,
0: I would probably have to say it was it was new. Oh God, was it New Designers or was it the cycle show? That's a really really tough one. Um, and I, I dare say that it will be the National Snow Show because this is the National Snow Show is kind of my is it, kind of more of my baby. So I've, I've taken the the concept, the idea, the vision, the strategy, to someone else and said, look, I think we should do this. So, whereas the other shows were sort of shows that were already in the company that I worked on. But seeing as I haven't, we haven't delivered the National Snow Show yet, I won't say that yet, but I'm pretty sure it will be. Um, but new designers, I would say then, yeah. just because I, it has a lot more of a kind of story to me because I exhibited there when I was a graduate and then to be on the other side of it and actually organizing it and being the event director on it was, um, yeah, it was quite cool.
1: That's awesome. So uh, looking then to this year's particular uh, mm. show um, and uh, we'll have to do a follow-up show and see whether you're more proud of this from the design <laughs> show. I'm sure this will be fine. This will be fine. This will be fine. Um, so uh, so why are you so excited and passionate about uh, organizing this this show or this particular show? Is it, uh, is it the fact that you, is it your own namesake on there? Is it the fact we haven't had a show in a while? Uh, I mean, those are quite obvious things, I'm sure, but mm. Um, what, what is the little uh, secret sauce or magical thing that you're excited about, uh, really excited about for this show? I
0: as, as you said, the kind of the obvious things are the fact, yeah, we've not had a consumer show for the last couple of years. We've not been able to bring the trade together for a year and a half. Um, we've got the Winter Olympics. It'll be four months out from the event when we actually, you know, kind of get to it. Um, but more so, it's that, Bringing together of the community and getting that vibe and passion and invigoration back into it we've all been we've all had the rug kind of taken from under our feet with everything that's been going on not just in our industry across the board and for so much so many of us sorry the um when that passion gets taken away it can be quite um you know it can be quite detrimental to you yeah, you know, that's that's something I enjoy and I can't do it anymore and that's been taken away from me and I really look forward to that every year, you know. Obviously I, I look forward to my Glencoe trip and I did that and that was fantastic, but yeah. I know there's other people out there who look forward to go to all these, you know, fantastic places and they, they put a lot of time and effort planning their snow sports holidays and they can't wait to get out there. And then when that's taken away, it's um you know it's not nice. So I'm quite looking forward to seeing how happy people will be when they're able to come back there, engage with these destinations, get themselves, maybe even treat themselves to a new, you know, bit of ski gear, or, or even just meeting up with mates and going, do you remember that, you haven't had a chance to talk and meet up with guys or girls and, you know, your friends just talking about how great the last trip was and how much you're looking forward to booking your next trip. And it's more about that kind of that feeling that comes with, with doing that. And I think that's what's gonna be really exciting to see at the event is, is getting people and, and being part of that to make them realize that this is back on the cards, we're going to be able to do this again. Um, and they can't wait for it.
1: Uh, yeah. It's yeah, I, I would agree with you because you know not being involved in in the show per se, um, mm-hmm. speaking to colleagues and friends and uh, you know people who are interested in parties, there there's a there's an electricity uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of building and I would say that uh, part of part of that conduit is is the, is the national snow show, but I think as well it's um, you kind of alluded to it a little bit there. I, I'm going to um, say it's almost a bit of a, a release valve. I'd say this mm-hmm. ski show is perhaps a bit like a release valve. It's perhaps an opportunity and a bit of a tenuous link here in terms of mental health, but mm-hmm. uh, you know I think people are. It's going to be a lovely opportunity for people with a common interest who haven't had that opportunity to come together and to do that. So it almost uh, it almost sounds like this is a, a, you know, thank you very much for organizing all of this stuff as well. But it almost feels a bit like a public service. You're, you're helping all of us uh, to to reconnect with one another. So. Well,
0: no, definitely. And I think that's it's it's funny you do touch on the kind of the the, the mental health um, topic as well that is actually addressed at the show as well. So we work with a couple of brands like A Wall um, Radical Clothing. And actually, the the Wave, which is Mm an inland surfing facility down in Bristol, so they'll be there. And it's all their their particular messages around Blue Health, you know, how this kind of release and pastime and passion can help you not discover yourself, but help you get into a good state of Mm -hmm. of mental health, which I think is, it is important. um, And it does happen when you do something you love. Mm -hmm. So if snow sports is something you love, it helps you with that feeling good and that's you know that's what we want to tap into at, at the event
1: as well so one of the things i was going to um ask you i mean we have kind of touched on mental health there a little bit but mm. do you have um a theme for this upcoming uh, season or the f- season <laughs> the, 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 for the show that you <laughs> um yeah you know, you're trying to encapsulate or uh, a, a, as a wraparound phrase or anything like that i mean what, what what are you trying to share with people for the upcoming uh, mm. uh the show well,
0: the, the show itself is is kind of built on three um, strategic pillars. So everything we do, we kind of look through those lens lenses and make sure that it, it ticks one of those boxes. So the first one is sustainability. So we want to make sure that we have sustainability-focused content at the event to help educate, get people thinking, you know, okay, how can I do this? How can I do that in maybe more of a sustainable way? So we make sure that we have that kind of content um and and brands at the event so people can can investigate be educated and just do a little bit more snooping around on that side of things our second pillar is um, accessibility participation and recruitment I know there's kind of three but it's all about getting more people into the industry and making sure that anyone from any walk of life or for anyone basically it's not I don't need to sort of categorise who can get involved because it's for everyone um, and making sure that we reduce those barriers to entry um, and, and showing that you can get involved in snow sports on whatever level there are ways of doing it. So that's kind of, that's a that's a really key thought for us. And actually, if you were, I suppose, to distill the whole show vision down, why why do we do this? It's, it's all about getting more people into the industry and sharing that kind of, that good vibe and that passion that we talked about for showing that snow sports can help do that so that's really important to us with a uh, participation and recruitment piece and then the last one is is retail um and you know we have people we have people we have brands at the event who are there to give people or show people this is the gear that you can use to pursue that passion so it is, a, you know it's an important part of the whole the whole makeup the whole dna of the event um so yeah those are our kind of three key themes but as i said the main one is really getting people into this kind of industry into the passion and, and that good feeling that you get from it
1: no it's ex- i'm already excited <laughs> <laughs>
0: i've got goosebumps i've got goosebumps
1: you know, i was thinking this afternoon i might have to put out like a ski film or something like that and just just <laughs> yes. watch like powdered snow and everything like that on that note what would be your what, do you have a go-to um, snowboard film that you like to watch
0: Oh gosh, um, I've been, I, I quite like a lot of the um, the shorts that you get from like uh, lots of, I know the brands get involved in them as well, but I've been watching a bit of that um, Red, Bull, Red Bull TV um, nice. and you know, you get the guys on there doing just the crazy competitions that they do and the jumps and the freestyle sort of content that they have. I just, I'm looking at some of this stuff and just thinking, First off, the the scenery and the landscapes just look awesome, and then what these guys are doing, you're just like,
1: I want to be like you. Um,
0: so it's uh, <laughs> it, anything.
1: You see them always taking off.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah literally... Sometimes you
1: see them land, but yeah, yeah.
0: Sometimes you see them land, and when they land, it's like even more. And you do, you know, you see them carving down these sides of these big mountains, and the powder just sort of creating this mist behind them. It, yeah. Yeah, it's that that kind of stuff really really floats my boat
1: i would say well, that'll be you and lax in a couple of years time hanging yeah. out just through the park <laughs> i don't know though because i did the um
0: at the snow at Tamworth. i tried my first uh you know going across my first box in, in, in a freestyle and, and i'm pretty sure i managed to break my thumb on my landing so um you don't have yeah, to tell that. people
1: about that we can edit that part out oh yeah 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 <laughs>
0: edit that part out edit part. hey i'll do it again next time though, and i'll okay. definitely nail it <laughs>
1: <laughs> really um so, uh, yeah, obviously the show uh, being up in, in Birmingham, we were, we were chatting a little bit earlier on before we started recording about some of the, the, the changes and the way and where the locations are about the shows, but uh, mm-hmm. it being the National Exhibition Centre in uh, Birmingham. And it's obviously, it's not the smallest of places. Um, it's yeah. quite, quite big. And um, so how big, how big are you anticipating the show to be for this upcoming uh, year?
0: Mm, definitely not so yeah you, you hit the, the nail on the head there we're holding it at the NEC National Exhibition Centre Birmingham 23rd 24th of October just in case the plug wasn't clear enough at the beginning um <laughs> but no it's a it, you're right it's designed for large-scale exhibitions and large-scale consumer events hence the reason we're doing that there and plus being in Birmingham our reach throughout the entire UK is, is a lot more um or a lot of lot vaster hence than that the national snow show you know that's why we call it that is because we want to attract mm-hmm. people from all over the place and we've got hall six at the at the, at the at birmingham NEC, and that is about eight thousand square meters of space that we'll be using um, and that equates to i did, did a little bit of research before you know a bit bit quick but um i think it's about 32 tennis courts which is about two two acres and and actually you could fit 100 or you'd find 172 species of trees amphibians and all kinds of animals in the rainforest if you were to cross section that amount of space in the rainforest so yeah um useful sorry useless information there but about eight thousand square meters
1: see there you go that could be the winning question at the pub quiz or something like that that you know Maybe we'll have to like have a pub quiz or something like that at the National Snow Show. I like that. At some point. And and everyone has to tune into Minute Number, (laughs) such and such (laughs) of the show to find out the winning Cool. So um, uh, obviously you have a huge number of of square footage there. Mm. Um, Retailers, exhibitors, what are we talking there in terms of numbers?
0: Yeah, so um, across the board there's about so far. I mean, there's still, you know, there's still people signing up and jumping on board to be part of the lineup um, now. But at the moment, we've got 120 odd exhibitors and brands um, at the event. And quite interesting about that is that we've actually got um, some brands that you've not seen at a uh, sort of a a snow focused show for a number of years. So Salomon, Dabella, Marco, Vocal, they're all there. And trust me, there's loads more, Nordica, Mm. Um, we've got Carve, now here, here comes the test ride skis, line snowboards, um, I'm trying to think what else is on, we, we partnered up with um, Ski Exchange, mm-hmm. they'll be retailing a shed load of brands, for people to come and check out, engage with, ask questions, Ellis Brigham are bring back on um, at the event as well, so I think that's, that's quite, um, that's quite interesting about the National Snow Show is the fact that actually Yes, we've got destinations and the resorts and the tour operators, so you can go there and have a chat about holidays, get some reassurance. But um, we've also, as I said, attracted a lot of those brands that haven't been um, at a large-scale consumer event for a little while. So it's it's a good good chance to come and check out these guys and have a chat.
1: Yeah, not, and not only that. I mean, having looked at the list of all the different exhibitors and the participants uh i think what's also lovely to see is that you know <clears throat> you highlighted uh, that there are a few uh, up-and-coming brands so some smaller mm. niche brands some smaller uh, niche retailers and i think there's some also some charities and stuff like that so it's not just kind of i think it's obviously great that we have the support of some of the massive brands and like that but it's also nice to have a nice balance so perhaps if you're looking for something a little bit different perhaps you're looking for mm. you know some some specialism specialty specialisms you know what yeah i, mean? <laughs> I think what may and <laughs> there's that Some as cool well special niche stuff Especially <laughs> niche. and um yeah i think i think it's great to say it's it, i think what you guys have been able to do is to build quite a, a nice community around that sort of thing so um and the good thing about this sort of thing is that, um, according to all your friends as well, you, you take the rest of the year off. So, like, there's no preparation for it. So, uh, in terms of planning all this sort of stuff, I mean, you only work what, September, October, and then you take the rest of the year off. Right? If, is that
0: right? If, that, if okay. that, I mean, a couple of weeks in, yeah, a couple of weeks in September, the week of the show in October. And then after that, it just kind of runs itself, which is pretty okay. cool. Um, and then everything just comes together yeah <laughs> uh, said no one ever um no so we actually i say I, I actually sort of started putting the plans together for the national snow show in july 2020 um so that was 14 months 63 weeks 441 days 10 and a half thousand hours 634000 minutes and about 38 million seconds ago so that was yeah it was a while um that we actually started putting plans in motion and then the official kind of consumer launch as with all Raccoon events is a 12 month lead up. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do that so that we can start engaging visitors, engaging brands and building that kind of buzzword that you said before, which is very important to us, which is community. So it's really kind of getting all those guys together in it. and it takes a while, it does take a while. Mm.
1: Yeah, no, it's, I, I get that, but it does make me chuckle, because, you know, for, for a lot of things, you know, perhaps it hasn't been on anybody's quote-unquote calendar until, like, probably two, three weeks, maybe a month beforehand, or kind of now, two, uh, that it's, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, well, I guess they haven't been doing anything, it's it's COVID, blah, 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 <laughs> well, no, actually, they're quite busy, they're quite busy. Yeah, yeah, just a
0: bit, <laughs> um, just a bit.
1: Um. So, with, with regards to large-scale events like that, I mean, obviously, you um, things are fluid things are changing big events public everything like that i mean we can only we can only do what we can do and and, and plan for the best but um i guess you know organizing these sort of large-scale events um and the, the cautions around covid and all that sort of stuff um do you guys what, what are your thoughts on that right now
0: well obviously we have to follow the government's rules and regulations that's like you know that's the first point of call and you have to make sure that Everyone is safe at your event. We don't want to create any event where people are not safe because if people are not safe and they're not coming into it thinking that they will be safe, then that kind of starts to have a detrimental effect on the way the show feels. And and then yeah, we we don't want that happening. So we, I say we as event organisers. So we have the Association of Event Organisers, and that's kind of like our almost like our governing body. Um, and between a range of organizers in the UK and those guys we have an all secure and the venues to be fair actually the venues obviously check in on this and make sure that everything's going to be safe as well Um, we have kind of what is called the all secure standards so everyone has a set um not regime because that makes it sound quite quite totalitarianism but it is it it is a set of rules that we all have to kind of follow and adhere to to ensure that everyone is safe Um, and then Obviously all the normal stuff like increased hand washing, more sanitizer stations, increasing aisle width as well mm-hmm. to make sure that there is, you know, if people want to have a bit more space between people, they can do that. Um, and then we when we um send out the exhibitor manual, which goes out to obviously all our exhibitors, there's a whole section on there which says, you know, have you thought of this? Are you keeping this in mind? So I suppose it all comes down to it all all boils down to the fact that we want to create a safe event that people can come to with confidence Mm. um and at the moment you know we're able to do that and we're following everything we need to to make sure that that is set up and people can enjoy themselves again which is again very important to us
1: yeah that's uh, that's cool i mean i mean um recently just had the success of the the national running show wasn't it Mm. Uh, and um had the opportunity to to attend that and again you know you feel safe you know there's the you know you have your passports and all that sort of stuff so and uh yes yeah, it's, it's great vibe you know fantastic day out um so obviously you're having to work with your uh, organizers and your staff do you have a do you have a big team of people do you want to give anybody a shout out of all the people you're working with
0: oh gosh so obviously everyone here at, at raccoon events our marketing team mm-hmm. is is awesome and it's it's always you know uh, just amazing to see the the volume that they, those guys have to get through um because generally they're they're split across a couple of shows and they work really hard on this and they really and this is actually something across the whole of the company we all really get under the skin of what we do so our run show is organized by runners i organize the national snow show i'm a snowboarder Um, and even our marketing team who split across um, multiple shows you'll often find them they actually have passions in Mm. at least a couple of the, the the events they work on and i think that's really that is really important to have that kind of passion for what you're doing because you you have an intrinsic you're invested in it mm. and you want to be you want it to do well because you like what you're doing so that's I think that's really important and then another another sort of kind of companies so our operations guys Maelstrom events they are um, there's often stuff that you throw at them and you're like right I want to do a you know four meter high twenty meter long kind of indoor slope um make that happen and they're like uh and you know you can just see the kind of the the, the blood vessels like bursting and all this like health and safety and all these like disclaimer forms and oh my god we need ambulance and stuff um but they make it happen and it does happen so that's always you know it's always a great um great guys to have behind you
1: that's al- I was just had visions as you're saying that that the, uh, the scariest phrase that you can say to one of these people when you walk in is, ooh, I've got this idea. And they go, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. that is definitely it. Um, yeah, what really. I would say.
1: So um, even though, uh, obviously, there's going to be lots of stuff going on, um, what, what, you know, there's certain things, obviously, there's going to be food there, there's going to be retailers, mm. there's going to be all sorts of stuff. But what can people do at the show? What can people kind of expect whilst they're yeah. uh, there? That's a great
0: question. So yeah, you, you, you sort of, summed it up quite nicely there There will obviously there will be food so you'll be able to get food and drinks that's always a nice nice bonus to have at any show yeah um all the brands the retailers tour operators destinations resorts and as you said the charities they will be there all um, that are kind of endemic so they're related to the snow sports industry mm-hmm. then the have a go and kind of experiential stuff would be our main snow stage where you have inspirational um content delivered by our athletes, Olympians, and keynote speakers, ranging from Serrano Fines, Billy Morgan, Katie Ormerod, Eddie the Eagle, we've got Dan Egan, um, Benjamin Alexander, a couple of the guys from Mount Noir, um, Urban Shredders, well, Shemi Alcott, um, Jamie Barrow, Jamie Nichols, yeah so there's that whole plethora of yeah of inspirational content Mm -hmm. going on there just to motivate people get them back into the right kind of headspace and vibe Mm -hmm. we have the snow skills cabin which is more educational so you'll be able to learn um on brush up on and hear more of your techniques we have warren smith delivering content there um Bay-Z, the wave will actually be doing a, a talk on transferable board support skills oh, cool. western backcountry are doing a piece on split boarding because obviously we know that the touring kind of scene has really exploded and the whole backcountry side of things have really exploded last season for anyone who, who was able to actually do it raf nordic are doing a biathlon experience
1: oh do you get got- to shoot things
0: you get to shoot things with a laser gun. See, that was okay. one of the ideas. Yes. That was one of the ideas. I walked into the operations thing and I was like, I've got an idea for a biathlon experience where they need guns. And they just basically sent me out the door. They were like, yeah, no, don't want to hear about that. Guns <laughs> at a large scale event, no, no thanks. Um, anyways, laser guns, RAF Nordic are, are doing that. So that should be pretty cool. Braystone Action Sports have a skateboard mini ramp. We all know about transferable sports skills, skateboarding. We all know that I like skateboarding as well. So that had to make its way into that. Um Green over with a carver board demo. So it's a way of, you know, practicing maybe you carving on tarmac. Red Bull are sponsoring and taking ownership of our riders and VIP lounge. Um, we have the Alpine bar right in the middle of the show. And not to mention Snowdome Tamworth are doing our indoor dry slope. So that'll wow. be a, a place for people, to, people kids, families, um, to have a bit more of a taster session into okay, so what is this whole kind of skinny thing? And that mm-hmm. kind of feeds back into our second strategic pillar of, of getting more people into the industry and showing them that, you know, anyone can have a go on it and this is the way you do it. So, yeah, there's quite a bit going on.
1: That's a really cool. And um, uh, you mentioned a whole bunch of speakers there. Um, mm. Is there one that you're particularly looking forward to um, seeing or listening to?
0: Yes. So, yeah. Um, Benjamin Alexander is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on his way to becoming the first Jamaican Alpine skier yeah. into the Olympics, which mm-hmm. I think will be pretty awesome. Um, he, did, he did coin it himself as the kind of a real life cool runnings, which I think is just, you know, which is great anyway. Yeah. Um, and then you have Ranald Fiennes, just because, you know, arguably the world's greatest explorer, um, the stories are just, you can just sit there. And, he's one of those people you can just sit there and listen to. Um, and then you get kind of the, the kind of more flashy guys. You know, they've got a cool story behind them. So Eddie the Eagle, can't wait to listen to some of his escapades and what he's been up to. I know there's that that movie, which I've got to admit, I haven't actually seen the movie, um, but I will. I will see it definitely before the show. Um, and then from my own kind of freestyle stuff and interests obviously billy morgan katie ormond jamie nichols you know just to just to hear those guys and, and see some videos and virgin and, and just be like oh i really like what you do <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sounds good.
1: that's good 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 we kind of it'll be good fun it'll be uh, and i guess there'll be like a, um, a timetable of speakers and everything like that so. oh
0: god yeah yeah that'll be up on the website um and you'll be able to find it on on the website, there'll be a timetable on site, and then also we're doing a digital kind of show guide that people will be able to download, and you get everything up on your phone, yeah. you know, all, all, all downloaded and cached there, so you don't have to worry about any
1: signal stuff. In, in, a big, in a big metal box, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you've, you've obviously done lots and lots of shows. You've done uh, participated mm. in them. You've probably you know organized them and everything like that. How would you, um, how would you plan your uh, perfect day? at the National Snow Show to encompass all the things you want to see?
0: It's, that that's actually a really difficult one um, to answer because at every single show that I've done, pretty much, I was gonna say, pretty much every single show that I've done, I always walk away thinking oh, i wish i had time to go do that but to be fair that maybe because i'm working and i can't always you know just yeah. sort of like walk around and take my time and having loads of fun I mean, but- you don't
1: you don't have a strategy in place I mean, like you know like walk everything first and then go to walk to this you know like chris like so i'll give you an example i'll give you an example yeah I mean, it's not exactly the same as the show but like i remember when i was growing up and um, we'd go to a buffet and my yeah. dad had, had a theory and <laughs> had to deal deal with the buffet and it was it was kind of like get the meat first because that's obviously the most expensive if you have a roll make sure you hold the roll in your fingers underneath the plate yeah mm. because because then you're not taking more space and they can kind of yeah so so you need to have a strategy when you go to, God. You go to the show
0: yeah now i feel massively under under prepared i feel like <laughs> i should have a have your dad's sort of buffet strategy like under my belt um and how would that even work i mean do i sort of uh, anyway yeah i'm not even gonna go over that but um yeah, I think I need more of a strategy now. Oh, I just generally, I get too distracted and like, oh, that looks cool, oh, that looks cool. And then I'm over there, and I'm over there. And then you sort of been walking around for hours and maybe go and tune into a show, not a, into a speak or a, a speaker, sorry, or a talk or some sort of content, because that gives you a chance to still be having fun at the show, but also rest your feet and yeah. you can get back up. And then maybe, I, I definitely love to have a go at all all of the have a go experiences. Mm. So biathlon, the skateboard, the slope, um, the carver board, all that kind of stuff is is a must because it's just a bit of fun and everyone loves to have a bit of fun. Um, But yeah, I, I think I need more strategy. That's probably why I've been missing stuff because I don't have a strategy. I need like, to go well, around. I, there thinking, I tell you,
1: yeah. after we jump off this, man, we're gonna to have to. We'll map it all yeah. out. It'll, it'll be yeah. like you know, you know those uh, those movies we see in the Second World War movies where they have like the ladies and they're moving stuff across the, the table, kind of like moving, yeah. organizing. it. That's what. Like have to that. Yeah, be like That'd a
0: massive be. game of risk. Um, yeah. yeah. So I will. I'll work out the strategy. And also, um, a great thing is with the snow show tickets is that um, they're valid for two days. So hell. oh, that's great. Right? That's Maybe great. that's the way to do it. Boom. Double
1: whammy. First day, yeah. Do do all the fun. Do, do all the have a go on the first day because the second day when you're maybe not feeling, maybe you spend a bit of time in the Alpine bar. You would, yeah. Yeah. Just putting it out there. Um, nice. So when the show's all done and um, uh, you know, when, when can you relax? Do you do you relax uh, at 10.01 on 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 the on the first day? Kind of go right. I'm done. You start, uh, or do you relax at when the show, when the last vans pulled out, when the doors closed on on Sunday evening,
0: I suppose relax would be like you know implying that your kind of stress levels are going down. Um, and I don't think, and this is pretty much every event organ. I don't think your, your stress levels ever really go down. They just have peaks at certain points, and then they go back to kind of like a, a manageable level. But mm. There's, there's definitely the peak at, you know, build up because you've got to make sure that everyone's there and you know, everything gets built up and the show looks absolutely fantastic. So that's the first peak. And then, you know, the first opening day, you're like, oh God, you know, is everything in place? Have I done everything right? And da, 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 all that. Um, and then it kind of goes down again. I think the second day, everything's open, everything's running, it's all going well. That's when your, your stress levels probably start to drop down. Um, but back to say maybe a normal level and then when you come off site and then you go home on, you know, on the Monday, then then you have a real chance to kind of just switch off and you, your whole body just kind of crashes and you're yeah. just like, zoom. Because even when the show closes, you know, we have the um, the kind of the industry uh, VIP drinks on the Saturday night. Yeah. So that's from 5.30 to kind of 7.30. Yeah. And then you, you're kind of out. With your team, having a team meal, you know, celebrating that you've done your first day. So, it's quite long days, to be honest. You're on you're on site from like seven o'clock in the morning, and you'll usually leave about seven o'clock in the evening, and then you'll meet up with everyone and make sure that everyone's okay. And da, da, da. so, it's, it is quite long days. It is, um, you know, that's, that's events, and yeah. it definitely can have its its pressure points. But mm-hmm. it, when you've been working on something for, and do I really need to recap the thirty eight? million seconds but when you've been working (laughs) on something for that long yeah and then you see it the doors open that's what we kind of live for that's what keeps us going um Mm -hmm. so yeah it's 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 awesome that 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 door's opening and you're walking into something that is real and you know you've been talking about it for a year and now it's there and people are there and they're having a good time that is just uh, as i said that's what we kind of live for
1: so um in terms of People coming to the show um you know we've kind of covered lots of different bits of bobs here Mm. but is there uh who i want to say who who is the show for who do you want to serve who who is really the person who you would love to come to the show and and i'm also going to say who is the person who shouldn't come to the show
0: Oh, that's interesting um okay so who would i love to see there obviously skiers and snowboarders but i think that's kind of It's kind of one of those ones that if you put on, if you build it, they will come kind of thing because they've got the passion and they're engaged. They'll be there anyway. I'd really like to see new people, Mm -hmm. people coming through the door who are thinking, Oh, you know what? My mate, they ski or snowboard and they've been talking about this stuff the whole time. And I really want to discover it for myself. Those kind of people with that kind of mindset coming through the door Um, and not only, okay, you know, my mates ski or snowboard and they talk about it all the time and now I'm coming to the show and I really want to discover this kind of stuff, but also the people who have maybe that kind of rug being pulled from under your feet that we mentioned earlier. That's not only for the snow sports people, that's for a lot of people who Mm. have missed out on their summer holidays as well. So now it'd be quite cool to see those people going right, usually I do my summer holiday. I've not had a chance to do that what is this winter holiday thing all about, what are people talking about? Um, and so I think it'd be quite cool to see some of those guys come through as well. So generally, um, I'd like to see, obviously, the skiers and snowboarders, and I think those guys are there. They'll always be there to support the industry and be a part of it. But a lot of those new guys looking to discover
1: mm-hmm. snow
0: spots, I think would be pretty cool as well and really feeding into our kind of, you know, our grassroots and getting that new, young, vibe and energy and blood into it i,
1: and I into think structure. actually you hit on something that is actually quite interesting um you mentioned about the you know a vibe and energy and i think from past experience myself is that it's lovely trying to try and think it's all inclusive but it's also uh, all all ages all family because ultimately you know uh you have some people who you know there's some great products out there that allow people to come back into the sport that perhaps mm-hmm. had Uh, maybe found difficult putting boots on or found difficult carrying heavy skis and all sorts of great products out there for that too that makes the um, the family ski holiday a family experience much more inclusive so people of all uh, generations I think but then the other thing which um, is potential and I'm not going to put words in your mouth but Mm -hmm. I think you know you might find for example that uh, somebody who's who's uh, perhaps looking for a career change as well that there's you know opportunity to um, you know, perhaps work with work with retailers, perhaps work with brands or work with some of the charities. And this is a fantastic opportunity. If you have an inkling, an inkling of interest mm. in the snow sport industry or some of these charities that there might be an opportunity to go and, and at least chat and make connections and network and, and, and link up with people.
0: You're so right. You're so right. And because the, there, there has been a, a huge move to people thinking, okay, what am I doing now? Mm. And reassessing what that is. And yeah, why not come and discover something completely new? at the snow show
1: yeah definitely no i
0: love that thought that's a great idea
1: cool i'll let you have that one you can have that yeah thanks
0: i'll I'll, I'll definitely tune into yeah to minute whatever minute we're on now but i will be tuning in
1: fantastic fantastic um so outside of outside of events uh would you consider yourself an organized person or are you kind of like Kind of like, you know, like, like uh, cleaners, for example, they clean houses and buildings immaculately, but their their house or their car is, is a pigsty turn I think I just can't be bothered to do it again. Is that you mm-hmm. or are you uh, organized I home? am. I am quite
0: organized. Um, I'm quite a, um, I'm organized to a level, I suppose. I'm quite a, a driver, if that makes any sense. So I'm mm-hmm. quite a pusher. So I, I want to, when something starts happening, I want to keep it going and I'll keep driving and pushing for it to happen. I don't know if that necessarily means that I have to be organized to do that mm-hmm. because I can just push but um definitely a pusher and I suppose with my creative background you know you'd probably say that you know are, are creatives really that organized probably not but I have got the nickname Spreadsheet Steve so maybe I'm quite organized yeah oh,
1: that's that's what um, you think
0: yeah yeah actually no definitely cut that bit out okay <laughs> but um but yeah no moderately organized I would say
1: brilliant well i'm going to ask you some uh some three quick fire questions here which you have cool. to answer so the first one is um would you rather at the end of après ski uh beer or glue vine beer okay uh, you're traveling you're on holiday you're somewhere you're somewhere in the alps uh fondue or raclette raclette nice and um you're in the mountains um mountain of your choice like it could be glencoe doesn't have to be mm-hmm. carved turns on freshly groomed runs or bumps in waist deep powder Ooh.
0: freshly groomed just oh. at the moment just because okay. i still need to you know get 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 myself but I, I think i would progress but yeah no freshly groomed i think at the moment fantastic
1: um so uh i tend to ask everybody these uh final three questions and just before we uh before we wrap up there so for the national snow show if people mm-hmm. would take away a uh, a sentence or a phrase that encapsulates the national snow show uh brand essence uh or the experience you want them to get out of it what would that be
0: the mountains are ours
1: cool I like it <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's quite straight to the point, wasn't it the mountains sure. are ours because for everyone and anyone no matter you know where you're from whatever they're ours brilliant
1: um, what do you want your sporting legacy to be, or your um, your show, your uh, events organizing legacy to be?
0: Um, I would actually quite like the National Snow Show to be my legacy mm-hmm. that gets you know gets developed and pushed and evolved and yeah and and does stuff for people.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you do you foresee perhaps being um, obviously it's a National Snow Show that uh, perhaps a North and a South in the coming years, or do you think Birmingham's its, it's it's ancestral home and that's where it's going to stay? I think there will be
0: extensions of it, um, but and maybe even potentially some overseas extensions of it. But um, I think at the moment, core will be Birmingham, but there may be some other activations, let's say, that we do around the UK.
1: Nice. Cool. You heard it here first or second or you heard it here. (laughs) Brilliant. So uh, finally, then as an individual, Mm -hmm. who do you think a legend of a brand is and why? okay
0: i've got i've got you're gonna hate me because every time you say give you one i'm like always well i've got two i've got four or five actually no i've got two this time i keep them really quick so okay. phil phil knight from nike okay. um now one I, I like the brand but also the the drive that that guy had at the beginning to actually get in the, the stuff that he went through just to make it happen i think is just admirable i uh, think if you can take just 5% of what he did and just do that in whatever walk of life or whatever you want to push. I think it's just amazing. His, his drive and determination was killer. Um, and the other one would be um, Michael Jordan just for being such a pioneer. And they're quite weirdly related. Um, although Air Jordan is like the second biggest brand below Nike. But anyway, yeah. um, Michael Jordan just for he, it being a, a pioneer and just being top of his game. It is just like awesome. Um, so, yeah, those are my two.
1: That's brilliant. Well, that's brilliant. So, um, obviously, yeah, we've been chatting about the National Snow Show, which is yeah. uh, coming up. So, uh, I guess probably one last plug or question with, with regards to that is if uh, what would you say are the top three reasons someone should come to the National Snow Show?
0: Um, we touched on quite a few of them. So, the, the kind of the speakers, the brands, but more. Um, the community and the support the industry needs the support at the moment you know amongst all, all other uh, industries and stuff horrible stuff that's been going on out there we need the support um, we don't have an eat out to help help out scheme for the snow industry but it would be great if people can come to the event to show their support and, and get get it moving again because that's what we need
1: Brilliant. Fantastic. And, uh, if people want to know more, if people want to get tickets and like that, how do they get tickets? How do they get in touch? How do they find out more?
0: Well, I'm pretty sure that you'll have a very nice, um, ticket code up on your, uh, up on your kind of socials and feeds and stuff yeah, like and that. Use code um,
1: legends.
0: yay! <laughs> use code legends very quickly because they're free at the moment. Yeah. And that won't be lasting for much longer. And then obviously you can go to, uh, the national snowshow.com, um, and or sorry, nationalsmogshow.com, and get your tickets and put your tickets through
1: there. so Brilliant! And uh, you'll have information there about how to travel it there and get there. People have never been to the uh, uh, NEC before; it's all fairly straightforward, easy connections. Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 for sure. There's there's how to get there, what's on, plan your visit. Um, you can check out all the all the brands, the exhibitor list is up on there. You can check out all the features, all the stuff that I've been rabbiting on about um, is all up on there. And yeah. If you have any other, any other questions, there's also a contact form on there. So you can always drop us a line um, and we will get straight back to you. There's also a subscribe button to our newsletter where you'll find lots of our brands are doing giveaways, competition highlights, and you'll be able to work out a little bit more about what's going on at the event
1: brilliant and uh, i guess do you uh, youtube not youtube but there's like twitter feeds and all that sort of stuff there's uh, those links are all in that in that part of the world is that right
0: for sure yeah you go to our website and you'll be able to see our full sort of social links um and definitely yeah tune into facebook and, and instagram and obviously twitter but yeah loads of competitions and information up on there all the time
1: wicked that's awesome well i really thank you for your time today and it's been it's been a blast getting to know you <laughs> and finding out about the show and just having a bit of a natter and getting kind of just really excited about the Snow Show because, uh, yeah, I think we all kind of need it. And it's just kind of something for us all to look forward to and be a bit happy and positive about it. So thanks for your Excellent. work and putting all this together and look forward to to meeting you. And yeah, thank you very much for your time.
0: No, thank you so much, Phil. It's been great. Always happy to come back again, if you have like me.
1: Oh, yes, no, well, I'm sure we can have some badger especially when you're doing your tricks and lacks later on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> all right, my friend, you take care and have a good afternoon. Cheers, Phil. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Legends of the Brand. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Listen, drop us an email at info at brand.com. That's info at brand.com if you'd like to reach out and get in touch. And make sure to check out the show notes also at all the W's at legendsofthebrand.com. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye.